We, the citizens of the city of Billings, for the purpose of establishing a just form of fundamental law, one that is responsible to the public for providing equal and adequate services and protections with efficient use of the community's revenue for all, one that provides for self-governing powers with respect to health, safety, and welfare of every citizen, and one that utilizes the utmost flexibility to plan for the future, do establish this charter for the city of Billings of the state of Montana. The Friday Packet with Stocky and Stout. Built in 1950, the Dude Rancher Lodge, located in downtown Billings, Montana, was, in some people's opinions, quote, not a great idea and wouldn't last. But for the past 69 years, the rustic U-shaped motel across from the Lincoln Center in downtown Billings has persisted. The motel is the brainchild of Annabelle and Percival Ghosn, with the plans drawn up by the Cushing and Terrell Company. The Ghosns wanted the motel not just to be a place to stay, but an experience. The vibe of the dude is one of the quintessential Old West. Knotty pine paneling, cattle brands sewn into the carpeting, cozy fireplace in the lobby, along with what I remember most as a kid growing up in Billings, the woven rope railing from the first to the second floor. The exterior of the building consists of board and bat siding, along with a signature weeping brick pattern. The bricks used were salvaged from a hospital that was torn down in the city. The property was put on the National Register of Historic Places on July 22, 2010. Percival Gone was born on Christmas Day, 1890, in LaGrange, Illinois. Moving to Billings in 1915, Gone opened up what is to believe to be the first Chevrolet dealership in the state of Montana. In 1916, he enlisted in the U.S. Army, and in 1917, he shipped off to France, where he commanded an artillery battery during World War I. He returned home and married Annabelle in 1920, and together they had three children, William, J. Philip, and Nancy. Annabelle Arnott was also born in Illinois in 1900 and moved along with her parents out to Montana in 1910 where they established ranches in the Judith Basin and Big Hole Basin. The family relocated to Billings in 1914 operating a cattle ranch near the city. Annabelle attended the National Cathedral Girls School in Washington, D.C., the University of Montana, Missoula, and the University of California, Berkeley before marrying Percival in 1920. Annabelle managed the Dude Rancher Lodge from 1950 to 1982, but in 1962, Percival and Annabelle were involved in an auto accident in Wyoming in which Percival died. After the accident, Annabelle sold the house they were living in and moved into the Dude where she would live out the rest of her days. Rumors that her ghost haunts the Dude Rancher Lodge still persist to this day. Rooms 223, 224, and rooms 226 of the Dude have long been rumored to be haunted. Room 226 in particular has seen the most paranormal activity since her passing. Employees have seen what appears to be Annabelle in a nightgown walking the second floor peering out the window. The sound of children have been heard in the hallways of the second floor when no living children were present in the motel. Hearing all these rumors, we had to investigate for ourselves. And by ourselves, I mean put our good friend AJ up in room 226 for a night and have him report back to us what he found and what he experienced. First thing is, you guys cannot fuck with me. 
Oh, no, no. <laughs> just, no like, we need to figure out which room. No, that's not. Yeah. Because Amber was like, aren't you like worried people are going to know you're there and just fuck with you? And I was like, oh, I think they want Amber's incredible not, shit. Amber's not coming? Didn't she no, say I'm we? staying. Well, I'm going solo. Okay. Did you tell the people at uh, the dude why? I'm sure uh, if you reserved that room, they're aware. That's kind of what I was wondering. No, oh, that you're at least interested in that aspect of it. No, he didn't really ask, so... Yeah, so apparently you're supposed to be talking to uh, Annabelle Gone. Is the, uh, the historian kind of? Oh, there's there's That's, a name to it. Yeah, so if you wanted to. Of course, its name is Annabelle. Annabelle. Yeah, nothing creepy about that name. Nothing yeah. at all. The deal with Annabelle is she was a Christian Science practitioner. We went to a Christian Science church right over here, where she was mentioned. So she's a healer. She's positive. She's not a negative ghost. But she is um, a prankster. So what she likes to do is move your stuff around. Like one time, all the chandeliers in this side downstairs started all swinging all together. You could go stop them, and they start swinging again. Pictures have been turned upside down. People have just had their stuff moved around, or their doors shut when they knew it was open. This guy, not very long ago, and she's not confined to 226. She has the run of the Mm-hmm. That's just for some reason because people have seen orbs there and seen impressions in the bed. Oh, really? Heard kids and people going up and down the, the hall when they were there. You know, I mean, when nobody could see them. So there's been a number of sightings. They did. They have come and um, filmed up there. They audio recorded up there. They've done bunch of stuff over the years. Uh, basically, she pretty much has the one. That's gotcha. cool. Nice. I'm not sure. One time, my sister and I used to come here when we were there. So one time when they didn't have this desk this time, it was a low desk, and I heard this kind of shuffling underneath, like kids would do if they're like trying to hide from me. I'm looking like this, so I couldn't see anything. So I looked over, and there was. From the back, it looked like two, maybe a girl and a boy, or maybe two kids. They were like 10 and 8, maybe, and they were holding hands. Then I recognized that the dress on the one on the left-hand side, the older one, was the dress that my grandma made me. And she was a seamstress, so it was a, a unique dress. I mean, you know, it wasn't like you would go out and buy. And my sister had on coveralls. And we were face, they were facing away from me, but before I recognized it was it was us, I came around the side of the thing just to see them, and they were gone. And then I realized I never saw their their reflections. Mm-hmm. I just saw them from the back. They were home now. Now, so yeah. you know, I'm I'm pretty positive it was my sister and I years and years ago. That's cool. I'm sorry, I've never heard of an experience like that. That mirror is. When they came to remodel here on the Hotel Impossible thing, mm-hmm. they took the mirror down. Well, she came to me at home and said she wanted her mirror. Wow. So I, I, it's not that I see her, but I, am, I hear her mm-hmm. when she wants something. But in that time, that was like... It was pretty active. Well, and but the Moss family were all Christian scientists, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Maddie and... 
children and then like like the sound of children being like noisy and then they'd call down and they'd be like there's no kids staying here. Yeah. People say they hear kids running up and down the, the hall. I don't really know of others other than her here. Hmm. Um, we have had some contrary ones over the years that they never get very far. She doesn't really allow it. She just kicks them out. Good to have somebody watching out. Perfect. Now, are you guys believers or are you skeptical? I'm very skeptical. Yeah. I'm on the fence. Yeah. I, I like to think of myself as like an open-minded skeptic. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think I'm going to experience anything, but if something does happen, I'm, I'm going to try to like be like, okay, what could that have been as far as like the building, cars driving by, yeah. real children? It's still, I mean, all of it, no matter what, how... I mean, you could literally, I could come back with a photo and be like, this wasn't there. Look at this photo of a ghost that I caught flipping me off in the corner of the room. And people would be like, mm. It makes sense to me. Like, because it, I, if there was, like, a... Rightfully so. ...that makes it cold, it makes sense to me that that is an endothermic reaction. Yeah. And they are on a different plane of energy. Yeah. And, and like, it's, like, absorbing some of the energy to, like, yeah. manifest and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully my batteries will die at the same time. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> AJ committed suicide last night. <laughs> so did every year you guys have to come to the dude and try to catch him. Yep. <laughs> it's inexplicably. No, inexplicably. Like the more and more I think about this, it's like a plot for like a horror movie. Oh yeah. Oh, it is. I, I watched like two of them last week, and I was like, what am I doing? Hey, you know it'd be funny. But uh, but like if something happens that I can't explain, it's gonna spook me. <laughs> Maybe it's a real floating woman in a wedding dress. Yeah, who you knows? Know. <laughs> Take a cat, too, because cats are always, like, super, yeah, super jumpy. Just, like, staring at shit for a while. That's true. Did you put the pet deposit down? <laughs> <laughs> or we could just dress Joel up like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> He's got heightened senses now. Yeah. All you're hearing is cat. Yeah, half of the military. <laughs> 16 pots of coffee that day. <laughs> See that? <laughs> Just your blood pressure, dude. <laughs> Imagine once the sun starts coming up, that's when I'll be like, okay, nothing happens.
fucking hate Phil Collins so much. <laughs> Pretty impartial. Mm. I get violently angry when Phil Collins or Sting come on. <laughs> I like Sting. I like the police. So Sting solo stuff or police? Both. Yeah. Genesis. Anything that either of those do. And I don't know why, but every police song just sounds like <clears throat> echoey, dystopian, like death rattle music to me. How do you feel about shooting the breeze with uh, Chris later tonight? Can we go out and hang out with her? Sure, that's one of the Chris will definitely run into Annabelle because Annabelle and Chris are friends. You'll get you'll get like the inside homies on the ghost. She's not one of the ghosts. No, it's like check the dead bolt. So maybe it doesn't flash and I just have to push. Describe what you're seeing. What, 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 what strikes you as this room? I like the ceilings. The ceilings are... Wood planks, I It's guess, all or... vaulted with exposed beams. And beams. Rafters. They say taupe is very soothing. It's taupe. It's a West End beige. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a nice flat screen TV. Mm-hmm. It is East End beige. Vizio. Vizio. Check out the... Uh, nice drawers. Yeah, the horseshoe. Horseshoe right poles on the... Oh, the Bible should we talk about how the ghost kept us from getting in? That was, that was me and Joe's inability to know how to use Gideon's. Gideon's. Got a Gideon's Bible, of course. Um, there is a weird burlap sack with uh, brands that don't make any sense. An R with an O through it. R circle O. R bar. R bar. An upside down heart. R bar. Kind of the lazy YT quarter That's, circle. And it looks like the eye of raw. Kind of looks like a drunk. <laughs> Drunk Christian, I don't know. It's like a fish that wandered on sea. Upside down. Got a nice view. You got a good view of the sunset. Yeah. Single pane glass. You can watch whatever. It's really energy efficient. Whatever in crime is inevitable to happen. <laughs> Look across the little uh, parking courtyard Ooh. into the neighboring rooms. You see your truck. Annabelle, the, the room looks nice. If you want to come out hang tonight. Oh, heck yeah! Open invitation.
Uh, so it is uh, Loon, according to my watch, L U N. Uh, is it the 29th or is it the 28th? 28th. I don't know. Well, Sunday is the 28th. It is the 28th. My watch is still a day ahead. I've, I haven't figured out what the fuck to do to turn it off. Uh, so it's the 28th, October 28th, 2018. Uh, special edition of said podcast. You haven't said it though. What? <laughs> the podcast name. Said podcast. <laughs> <laughs> of the Friday packet <laughs> with Stocky and Stout. Sorry. Sorry. I personally am Stocky. Uh, to my stage left is Stout. Hello. And uh, we have, I don't know, special guest. Uh, our uh, intrepid reporter, our uh, <laughs> um, our deep throat, if you will. Um, and oh, I will. <laughs> my wood war, my wood war to your Bernstein, uh, AJ Osland. Mm. Welcome, buddy. Welcome to the, the. It's it's nice to be in the tiny house. Oh man, what does it feel like not to be buying records right now? It's tough. I'm struggling with it. It was. It's sure. harder than quitting smoking. So, if you could think of one record you want to buy right now, what would that record probably be? Uh, that new cursive record that I couldn't get on vinyl at Ernie's Which last time I was there. Did uh, you order it? it? Uh, no. He said he was going to be getting it in after a while, though. Really? Yeah. Is he in a? Do you feel like he's enabling you at this point? <laughs> I think we're probably enabling each other. God damn that pusher, man! <laughs> God damn. Fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, we sent AJ, or we put AJ up in a uh, hotel called the Dude Rancher Lodge here in in Billings, Montana, room 226 to be very specific. Not just any hotel. Uh, when was that? That was... Two p- weeks ago? A couple weeks ago, yeah. Two weeks ago, during Harvest Fest? Yeah. Oh, a wonderful time. Snowfest? Uh, <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> Snowfest, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was a first, wild, wild weekend. First blizzard of the year. Uh, so we set him up in room 226. We set up a whole bunch of auto-recording equipment. Um, and we're just having him on the podcast to think or to uh, report back, kind of if he experienced anything, or you know, along those lines. Well, did nothing happen? Um, there was because we, we checked in, and the four of us wandered right. around the this, room a little bit. It was Friday. It was a this Friday. Is, yeah, we checked in on Friday, and I stayed that Friday night, and we all did the walk through, and then uh, everybody kind of went their separate ways. We also we met with uh, Chris. Chris upon yeah. check in, mm-hmm. that was a uh, that was just as good as seen as heard some ghost. stories. Yeah, it was, it was it was it was definitely pretty interesting. <laughs> definitely, Chris has got some connections. Energetic yeah. lady, yeah, has, has her own stories. Didn't seem too excited to be telling us the stories. At one point, it seemed like we were maybe maybe bugging her, but I don't know. It's that time of the year where I'm sure she's probably told the stories a few times. Sure. Yeah. that week. Fair enough. But uh. Yeah, we, we wandered around the, the room a little bit, took some pictures of where everything was located. Before I before I left, I took pictures of where everything was. And Wait, the well, wa- you didn't even you didn't even say before when we got to the room and the door wouldn't open. <laughs> that was that's because I don't know how to work deadlocks. Hey, hey, don't, <laughs> don't say that. Don't say that. Because it was the yeah, so, I was turning so all the came, way to the we left. We came to the door, <laughs> and it would not open. Regardless of whether we know how to operate the door, said would door not handles, open. it wouldn't open. <laughs> And, and it's said that Annabelle will only allow certain people into the yeah. room. I believe both both of us tried at one point. Yeah. Both Stout and, Stout and I. Yeah. yeah. So, was, so uh, housekeeping in the past have, has said that um, when they, they were unable to open room 226, they just stood back and said, hey, can we come in? And then the door would pop open. It would pop open or they would? No, it would just pop open. Oh, that's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Far out. Yeah. 
Yeah, unfortunately, I think for me it was that I didn't realize it was break your air, the probably. pressure release kind where you turn hard to the right and there's mm. a point where the, when, as you're turning the fair enough the shaft of the deadbolt, if you will, mm. will, will suck into the door. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah. it will. <laughs> Just like a cold day. <laughs> <laughs> or disappears. I was in the pool, all right. I was in the pool. That's what Annabelle wants you to believe. Yeah, sure. In in a bell. In a bell. Inner bell. Oh, God damn it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be haunted forever. <laughs> yeah. You're not allowed in there anymore. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, nothing really spooky happened while I was there, but we, we were taking pictures before uh-huh. before we all parted ways after we I'd gotten the keys, and I we'd sent... Oh, yeah, we were, we were just kind of wandering around, feeling it out. Nothing mm-hmm. nothing really felt too spooky, and, but I was taking pictures of the room, and I took a picture of the bathroom, which is extremely small, Especially when you're trying to clean up after certain things, mainly a number two, lots of, <laughs> lots of bashing elbows, and uh, right. But uh, it's like a circle pit of sadness. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the door in the bathroom before we left was in the closed position, and then when I got back to the hotel, it was definitely in the open. And I got there and checked right. to see how easy it was to swing it, and it would definitely take some force to move it. It wasn't something that mm. would just happen by the spin of the earth. Yeah. If it, if it spins. <laughs> <laughs> if, if not as a disc. Yeah. yeah kind of frisbee style. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that was all. But that, that could have been us just not realizing that one of us had opened the shower doors before we left. Uh, but because I don't or or, t- or or opening it after I'd taken pictures of the bathroom before we left. One last person going to. Right. Because you being a carpenter i probably wanted to scope it out a little bit but you said you remember closing it you said you remember closing it i closed it i do and uh squash was there but i don't know if she didn't seem as interested in the shower as any of us (laughs) (laughs) no and it was yeah it was definitely open when i got there and i thought i don't remember seeing that and then i checked the picture and it was so i mean if it kind of goes along the line lines of what people have experienced with her she's not a uh well as as people view you know scary ghosts they're not you know pushing shit off you know she's more of the you know just kind wants, of a prankster she's a prankster yeah she's not a this is not the haunting of you know the exorcism of emily rose or you know some along <laughs> those lines she's not what's the word it starts with an m malevolent malevolent yeah it's yeah a she, ben- benevolent she's benevolent yeah mm-hmm. um yeah i don't yeah there's there's all the things I've read about it says it's always just little little pranks and little tricks. Yeah, no, nothing. Nothing. It's gonna scare you out of the room. It's yeah. just kind of a weird like. No. I wonder what that was. She likes to roam the hallways. People have said they've um, peeked their heads out of the, out of the, the second floor where two twenty six, two twenty four, and two twenty two are, and they'll hear someone go shh. So there's someone up there. Just I did hear of, a lot. I set my alarm for about two o'clock. So I wanted to be awake and make sure I was recording right before three, and uh, and I thought you might be coming, but nothing had happened. So I told you to stand down. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't need any backup. But uh, about two fifteen, two thirty ish. I mean, the bar's closed. And there mm-hmm. was there was definitely a lot of commotion in the halls, and you can hear people talking about everything in mm-hmm. the rooms next to you, maybe through the ventilation or the walls. For sure. But uh, there's yeah, you definitely hear a lot. I was, and I I, I wanted. 
there to be something that would happen so bad, obviously, because I'm a skeptical believer, but I really was like, maybe this will be the proof that I've always wanted. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I can still, I cemented in the fact that Guido's pizza is still super good. <laughs> <laughs> you, you learned a few things. That yeah. night, didn't you? Uh, what, uh, what kind of equipment did you have in there? Uh, I had my, all right. I borrowed the mixer. The Friday packet mixer. Oh. Mm. And uh haunted in its own right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. And drop yeah, and you dropped that off and we got that set up and I had a, a microphone going for t- three separate sessions of two hours each from the point I think about nine PM is when we I when I hit record. And the first one lasted about two hours and then there was a couple more sessions about two hours because I would turn it off and then like because I didn't want it all to be just one long piece to listen to, mainly for emailing that file size. It's easier to email smaller size or smaller sizes. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Plus, you got to save up a couple of farts for a couple hours. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, True enough. Those out. Fair enough. <laughs> and uh, and you'll still hear a few of those. Those were, <laughs> those were me. But uh, and then I had a camera going in the corner. I got as much of the room as I possibly could. And me and Amber, we watched and listened to all of that. And there was nothing, unfortunately, that we noticed. And then, uh, but yeah, I, I sent you those those audio files. So yeah, I, I will be investigating. Hopefully, we'll be Get able a second to re- set of eyes. Hopefully, on yeah, you'll be able to report back and see if there's anything I missed. Mm-hmm. Let's and just let's just load those up full. Yeah, six time. seven hour episode, an hour of the episode, and then just six hours of just me. Yep. You'll just hear the office very faint in the background <laughs> and me giggling for the next month and a half. <laughs> I probably wasn't we'll doing it. I'm sure if anybody that has done any ghost investigations or paranormal investigations would be like, why the hell did you have the TV on the whole time? Cause that's going to negate any EVPs, but I, it's not loud enough. And I turn it down progressively as the night goes through. And I think I was down to my iPad at like a, a quiet whisper by the time I just can't whisper. sleep without sure. some sort of white noise, especially when I'm kind of spooked and thinking there might be a ghost in the room. Mm. I can identify. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the best time to stay awake and sure. To it. But yeah, I think I only slept for two, two and a half hours that night. No EMF detectors or infrared. No, I wish I, I couldn't find anything on the on the fly. Well, we'll see what the Patreon does. We might be able to get you one of those for next year. I'll sure. I'll up my monthly installment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it will be you paying for it, obviously. But. <laughs> no, honestly, I think we should do more of these investigations, not around more like Halloween, but all random times, just in general. During, yeah. yeah, I want to do it just in general. I've, I've, I've had exciting. a couple weird, weird things in my life that have happened. And none, I mean, obviously, none of them were necessarily around Halloween, but I don't know what they were. I can't say that they I just were like how, or weren't. And yeah, I like how un, like ambiguous it is. It's not like demonic. It's not. It's just like she spent her entire life there. She enjoyed being there, and she can't necessarily let it go. Yeah, and there's a lot yeah. of residual stuff. Is like, what, like I think that's called like a residual haunting when sure. they're not even maybe they're not even 100% sure that you're there and they right. don't even realize they're interacting with you but they're just kind of going through their emotions and it happens to Right. the veil is thinner at certain times and you kind of it kind of affects our plane sometimes. I, I like that. Know. I like that a lot. Chris takes cigarette breaks <laughs> in the uh <laughs> I can tell you that. Yeah, in the middle of the where it's like a horseshoe. Yeah. And the room that I was in, I don't. Yeah, there were rooms on the outside too, but I was on one of the right the rooms that faced the parking lot on the inside. And when I got back with the pizza and I was kind of setting things up, I looked out the window, and she was just smoking a cigarette, staring in my window. (laughs) (laughs) That was was pretty scary. Oh boy. She didn't. It wasn't a lot. It wasn't like I wasn't scared for my safety, but it was it was just alarming. 
In Star- 2000- startling. Yeah, well, yeah sorry. <laughs> so that's the spookiest part of <laughs> yeah. the evening. And the reception lady was giving She knew I was there eyeball. and was like, I wonder if he's experiencing mm-hmm. anything. She was probably just curious. Is that a ghost pizza? <laughs> <laughs> that pizza's been ghost. dead for 25 years. <laughs> in 2007, a photo taken by a Montana Paranormal Research Society investigator in room 226 caught an image of a woman's face in a reflection of the windows. Really? Do you have, it? Do you have the photo there? Nope. That's good. Good, That's cool. This is a this, podcast. This is audio format. <laughs> yes, yes, I do, and it is. Holy convincing. crap! It's a real ghost. Look at that, you guys. <laughs> There's the un- no, yeah, he's been, undeniable. That's truth. a disembodied one. Yeah, and the disembodied uh, thing that goes. So she's not. She just sort of wanders up and down the halls. Yeah, she's probably just checking on stuff. She's just checking on guests. She's she'll go out to the 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 she'll be on the second floor and just sort of peer out the window. Mm-hmm. Is is what I hear. Appear outside the second story window? No, not outside, but just be looking out the oh, window. Okay. So people go up to the room and go look down the hall and and see her. Yeah, from what I read, like people go in and it's like, "Who's that lady watching me out of the window up there?" Yeah. Well, nobody or Annabelle. Yeah, yeah, a disembodied person, somewhat see through, staring at me in the window from outside when I enter the room. That would I'd cause some. Made your hair stand up. Yeah, a I don't little. know. I might don't yeah. know if I would have made it through the night. <laughs> I like to think I'm pretty brave, but <laughs> yep. can reasonably try to fight my way through a lot of stuff. And, and I'm out. I would have done the trick. <laughs> I love it. It's by the way, just objectively, it's a really cool motel hotel. Oh hell yeah! And the diner, the yeah. breakfast was great in that the morning. Was fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Um, Bob that, did good. That uh, yeah, Bob's a good cook <laughs> for a dead guy. Um, the uh, I like the decor because what was it? Was it Hotel Impossible? Was that? The uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. with Anthony Vinatieri or whatever Something. his name. Yeah, is. yeah they did. That's a not the rings. kicker, right? I did it right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Vinatieri. It's, it's is that Adam Vinatieri's father. <laughs> I don't think act. it's Vinatieri. No. <laughs> but yeah, maybe uh, the maybe bald, it. the bald dude. Yeah. Let's, let's just call him Adam Can- Cannoli or or Adam Tortellini, <laughs> if you will, or Ziti. Adam Ziti. Adam Chamambo. Yeah. No, Adam Impossible. <laughs> Adam Bruno. That's, that's where they got Bruno's, the name. Yeah, possible. Um, Kim's brother. They mm. they did that. <laughs> Fair enough. God damn. They did that uh, whole remodel and redo and had the TV show about it. And then like what a day before they were done and they were still filming, that one guy was running from the cops. Yeah, and there was a shooting. Yeah, he ran into the fucking lobby <laughs> yep. there and they shot him dead. Yeah. <laughs> That happened. He might be there still. I mean, that's that's a startling experience that'll leave some energy behind. <laughs> yeah, no, they will. messed around with the lobby too. She, uh, Chris was saying they took down the the mirror that yeah. Oh yeah, and they had to put it back up. And mm. she was pissed that they took it down. Yeah, I forgot about that. And mm-hmm. Chris said that she's looked over in that corner and has seen two little kids, right. kind of puff away yeah. into thin air a couple of times. They were playing with her a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely hiding from her and stuff. That's pretty cool. I also yeah. saw her uh, last Monday when I went down to the Monty to see the <laughs> to watch the Packers game. Chris was there. Of course, you saw her at the Monty. <laughs> that's that's wonderful. The Monty yeah, Carlo. No, I was just like, hell yes. No, it's not the Monty Carlo. Yeah, I think it's just the Monty. You now want to get sued? The... I do want to get sued. <laughs> Bring it on, Vegas Monte Carlo. has money, man. Son of a bitch. Yeah. That's yeah. where the original oh, one is. Vegas. No, it's uh, Billings is not allowed to have Monaco. fun anymore. It's the the Hotel Monte Carlo in Monaco oh. is the one that sued the Monte Carlo in Billings. Yeah, yeah it seems like a worthwhile. Yeah. The, well, the Principality Jesus of Christ. Monaco sued 
the Lefevre family to change the name. And <laughs> now, and, and so they got away with just the Monty. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that works. Sure. I'm, so That's I'm what sure we called it anyway. The Monte Carlo in Vegas pays out the goddamn nose for that name. That's a that's a hefty license agreement. Yeah, is that because they go through casinos pretty rapidly down there? Is that yeah? Is the Monte Carlo still an operating? Yeah, one it's down been in there Vegas? quite a while. I've yeah. never been to Vegas. Really? Yeah, I'm well, okay with that though. You should go. It's the yeah, interesting. I don't know. That. Yeah, <laughs> I'd just see a cool concert and maybe go check out the Pawn Stars place. But it's, it's you know, it. I've been in the Pawn Stars place. It's probably the most disappointing part of Las Vegas. Honestly, I, I doubt that a lot. <laughs> it's, it's the front half is just a bunch of old shitty pawn shop stuff. And then the back half is just like Pawn Stars merch, just like coffee mugs with Chumley's oh, face on it. Yeah. And that was that was the only thing I was even remotely tempted to buy in there because <laughs> I mean, the Chumley mug would be yeah pretty delightful. But yeah, it's just dirty and there's a big line to get in and everybody's real excited about it. Huh. The people on the show are never in there. Yeah. Only when they film. That's a lot less surprising than I'd want it to be. Yeah. 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 There, I, I know a guy who uh, probably better not out him to our listener since you're sitting right there. But um, there's a guy in town who sells collectible old things, and he has mailed quite a few things off to the Pawn Stars um, production team. Like appraisal type stuff? Mm-hmm. Just, well, Is his name James? Just No. <laughs> <laughs> just to take in to it's have Emily. on the show. It's Emily, isn't it? Yeah, it's Emily. <laughs> um, that They're like people standing in the line outside. The production team will be like, hey, Take this in. Say you got it from your granddad. Ask him how much they want for it. That's so. Make up a story. So sad. I know. It not really not is, like but... for them to be doing it. It totally makes sense. But it just yeah, my heart is broken. Well, I'm sure a good portion of the stuff on this show is don't totally. Tr- don't legit. try to save my heart. But <laughs> I'm doing what I can for you, buddy. I love you so much. But how I mean, how many episodes did they make, and how many? things did people walk in that were worth filming you ironically know? i didn't see an episode of pawn stars while i was staying there either because <laughs> every time i'm in a hotel room pawn stars is always on dude that's like all they show it's just history, history channel, channel. Yeah. yeah i should just call the it the pawn, pawn stars, stars channel, channel yeah <laughs> fair enough so uh tell us one of your other interesting stories about your run-ins with the paranormal or the unexplainable normal did i tell you guys about one like the let's say the babcock Oh, not not necessarily at the dude rancher, just in general. There's really yeah, the Babcock was pretty cool. That was one where I had a a voice recorder plugged into the bottom of my iPhone four at the time and it was a Tascam stereo XY recorder like you have on the top of your mm-hmm. recorder. You can Google search them for image reference if you need them. <laughs> but uh wait, 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 let them search it. T A S C A M X Y M I N. Got M-I-C. it. M I C M I N C. All right. And uh, and continue. Yeah, we were we were up in the balcony, and I put it put it on, and we had been using it all night, and there had been nothing weird. And I put the. Uh, you were there for this purpose, right? Yeah, we were there. It was me and two other friends. We were there overnight, and a buddy who had keys, and we got, we had permission. And uh, we, so we yeah we were just like we're just gonna wander around and film and record and see if anything happens. And I had this little this little recorder, and it had been working all night. And there's like a little light on it that gets brighter green as there's more audio going into it like a vu meter and if it clips or it gets too loud the light will turn red just like too much or like overload kind of sign and i put it on the arm of the chair in front of us so you're in the balcony we were in the balcony we were all sitting in the same row i think maybe one of us was in the row behind two of us were you in the front row 
Uh, no, it was up kind of dead center, and it kind of we sat mm. maybe four or five rows back. In was the, that a in conscious decision? Would you were thinking more strategic, like if, if a ghost was going to be in here, they would want to be in the center of the balcony? No, not at all. I was just getting kind of spins, and I didn't want to be near the front of it. <laughs> I don't want to fall off this balcony. It was dark. And That's fair a enough. good choice, honestly. Very <laughs> and, 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 and the middle of the balcony, everybody knows, has seatbelts in all the seats. So. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. true. <laughs> I, I wish. I've seen some stuff in there where I was like, that person should not be up here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just set it on the, on the arm of the chair or the row in front of us and uh first for whatever reason that the light had been acting normal all night and we could like clap and that was when it would go red and the light just started blinking red kind of intensely and uh, i was i i thought that's not done that yet tonight i wonder what that's about so just add out on a whim i thought maybe if if this is somebody controlling it can you make that stop and it stopped and i thought holy crap yeah okay probably coincidence maybe it was sliding down the arm and there was a vibration of the rubber meeting the wood kind of as it slides down i'm I'm a rational person that you you, i like to tell myself that anyway of (laughs) course everybody thinks they are Mm -hmm. but uh and then so yeah we we asked like can you make it blink again and it would start blinking again and we would ask it like can you make it blink once and it would blink seemingly once and like then it's it's a light that kind of like it's not on when we're not asking it to but we in a way like almost had a conversation with whatever was controlling the light and That's or cool. we had a conversation with the wooden armrest of a theater chair and vibrations <laughs> <The> semi driving <laughs> yeah. outside and uh and we're completely crazy and nothing actually happens all right i've heard other stories about like whoops, phone down that was that would have caused the vu to completely go to red <laughs> <laughs> um about people uh sound checking on stage mm-hmm. and uh there's, you know, it was an old movie theater, mm-hmm. so there's a big old projection booth up above the balcony with a window in it. Yeah. And people have reported, like, what, seeing a face up there? or mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used to work for one of the production companies in town, and they they would have band members or bands and crew be like, yeah, who was up in the thing? Can we get up there to run the spotlight, maybe? And say, we don't have keys for that. And they said, well, somebody was in there, and there's no way anybody was in there. That's pretty wild. Man. Yeah. I like it. I mean, and it could all just be... Man, if something in Billings was going to be haunted, it'd be that because yeah. that's that shit's been up forever, and that's as I mean, about as the, historical and unmolested a place. And like, well, in two weeks before we were there, when we did that overnight thing, one of the in one of the apartments upstairs, like a, a I think it was a lady, like an elderly lady, had passed away, and nobody had heard from her in a few days. So they did a wellness check, and she had passed away. Like, Whoa. she had been dead up there for a few days. Hmm. Wow. And there was a point where I was kind of asking, "Are are you the person who passed away upstairs?" And it would. It seemed like it was maybe like answering as in a yes and like flickering or something. Yeah, sure. and uh, at now this is going to be the worst thing, but I've I've been afraid to listen to that. Yeah, the audio track. I, I have it on my old phone in storage, but I uh, I haven't. And I, I won't get rid of that phone. Everybody's like, "Oh, you got an old iPhone four? That's cool." And I said, "Yeah," but I'm not going to get rid of it. Not because of that. I just really like the old iPhone four. <laughs> That's fair. But uh, I want yeah, to. I need. I need to. Yeah, I need to do that. I'm going to get that out of storage and do it now that. This has kind of re-sparked a little bit of an an interest slash intrigue or whatever. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun. Have no, you guys sure. ever experienced anything? Mm. Um, in my own personal house, when I first moved in, um, there was someone that would pop up in my office door. Um, I would close it. It was a latching one. You know, you, you would hear close. You go, you hear the snap. Yeah. 
and in the middle of the night it would it would pop open. And my neighbor next door to me, Mary, she's lived there, you know, she was born there. Um, she moved away for a while, and then she moved back into the house she was born in, and she's been living there since, you know, the 50s. Been living there forever. But she said there was uh, an unsolved murder um, out in the Heights somewhere, and the guy who's, you know, like, brother or something lives in this house. So I have no idea what to make of that. But yeah. I I can I can tell of a, a certain experience where I, I'm in my house or I'm sleeping or I'm just I feel like I'm waking up in bed and then you just sort of hear a, a door, you know, pop open. Like an old door, like an old solid door just pop open. Would you wake up before you would hear the noise? Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. So it wouldn't be the noise that woke me up. It was, oh, I'm awake now. And then he would hear the door open yeah. up. Snap and creak. Yeah. Yeah. And it hasn't happened since I replaced the door itself. So <laughs> maybe I just pissed, pissed them off and they, yeah. they were gone. I had a shitty no door. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was just an incredibly <laughs> shitty door. But but that's still pretty wild, though. The, I've got a door that goes from my kitchen into my uh, garage. Mm-hmm. And several times since I moved in about 12 years ago, I've taken the garbage out to throw it away in the dumpster in the alley and I've come back in the garage door and the door to the kitchen is locked and it's not like the little knob it's an old rim lock door so all the hardware is mounted on the outside of the door Right. and there's a little lever on top of like the box that the knob sticks out and it's kicked over to the other side and I'll have to go around and like in through the front door one time the front door was locked and so I had to which I locked the front door, so yeah. I had to like open a window and jump in through and wait, <laughs> wait till no cars were driving by, so it didn't look like somebody breaking, breaking into in. a house. But uh, walk in and I have to move the lock back, physically over. move it back over. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And I don't, you know, whatever. You yeah. Slam it enough times and it gets closer and closer to locked, and the last one it finally na- notches yeah. in. Or, There's always a way to rationalize it, or the I mean, lady, not always, but yeah, the lady I bought the house from. Well, the ladies children i bought the house from she the lady passed away in the house a month prior to me buying it really yeah so you know i don't know that's that's mm-hmm. and I've, I've been to your house and i i don't think i'm a sensitive by any means but i i, I was kind of just like oh, this is, i like i love the wood paneling in the living room Thanks. first of all thank you but uh <laughs> yeah i was kind of like oh this house is pretty spooky it's kind of yeah. like a weird thing, but I didn't know if it was just the wood paneling and older houses kind of give that to me. Well, yeah, it's a 20s I'm not, house. I'm not a medium. I don't feel things by any <laughs> means, but I was kind of like, oh, this place has kind of a weird, yeah. weird mm-hmm. but cool vibe. Yeah, it's like narrow doors and old school furnishings in there. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I, I'm with you. I've yeah. been in the basement and had the hair stand up on the back of my neck. But Is it a full basement? Um, not finished, but like three quarters. you can stand up? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can kind of stand up down there. Can't could you? I well, stand up? No, down you there? could not. I could though. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, if you put your head in between the uh, in the rafters, space yeah, rafters, be yeah. Fine. yeah. <laughs> no, my grandparents just used to... for cobwebs for you. <laughs> yeah, my thanks head. for doing that, AJ. Come on over. <laughs> my grandparents used to stay in the, the dude rancher all the time when they would come to town, um, because before that, my parents <laughs> put them up in like a basically a shed in their backyard <laughs> with no electricity or heat running to it, and then, then they sort of learned from that point that my we should probably just go up in a hotel. But I always remember going to that hotel and having like breakfast in the, the lounge where we had breakfast and the big, the woven rope railing from the first and second floor. I, there is something that's stuck in my head right there. Cause I've been having, 
just like literally I've been having dreams about that just dangling from it and then, then going up and meeting my grandparents and, and, and that sort of thing. I don't know if it's recently. Yeah. Like since we've been there, mm-hmm. that kind of re-sparked it for you. Yeah. Really like, seeing it. Cause they, it initiated something in my head, some sort of memory. I'm thinking, yeah, huh. I can't explain it. It's just, I always remember going and meeting my grand grandparents there when they were there for Thanksgiving or Christmas or anything like that. Uh, um, either meeting in their in their room or for down there, you know, in the into the, in the breakfast area. Yeah. Um, yeah, just sort of ignited that sort of feeling in my head. So yeah, the 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 handrail going up the stairs to the yeah. second story. It's like a two inch big braided rope that's kind of knotted into the brackets on the wall. With like, yeah, with like super hand done looking. Yeah. Like hardware or whatever it's it would be. Really cool. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I can see that's it. Well, it's definitely a distinct feature too. You would see that, and if you had any memory that you had maybe even forgotten about, you would be like, "Holy crap, I forgot mm-hmm. about these!" And it would definitely bring it back. Yeah, it's even yeah. that, and it's like the smell. Even just you, you don't even think about it when you walk in. There's the smell of it. It's but if you have a certain memory that's wrapped around a memory that you have in your head, even the smell can initiate that. And oh yeah. Just the certain smell of the dude rancher is just. I don't know, it just triggered something in my deep subconscious, I guess. Yeah, well, if, yeah, if you've been there when you were a kid, there's definitely something there oh, to yeah. trigger, so that's yeah. cool. Yeah, this episode brought to you by the Dude Rancher Lodge. Yeah. Yep. Billings, Montana. Go Highly recommend it. It's, it's, it was, it was awesome. Place. It was yeah. a cool experience. It's Chris, too. She likes talking about it. She sure does. And yeah. <laughs> I might say, very reasonable. Yeah. At like 75 bucks. Yeah. For on a, a Friday? Yeah. A hotel a downtown. Great location. Yeah, it's fantastic. Walking yeah. distance, Walking distance to everywhere downtown. And if you stay there, breakfast is five bucks. Yes. Which is super five bucks all great day. breakfast. But yeah. don't get the waffles because they're either huge or Gone. non-existent. <laughs> <laughs> or Bob has eaten them all. And they're, they're just Damn compl- it, Bob. They're completely all gone. Quit throwing around pots and mix up some more fucking waffle in <laughs> Uh, what else we got? We got yeah, the, we got some more haunted stuff. The Depot Antique Mall—that's the one that's kind of fascinating to me. I really wanted to get us to go through there, uh, but they have the whole sidewalk dug out because they're going to put in like um, below-grade patio seating outside the Depot Antique Mall, like what? sink in. Yeah, and like then go, go back down, up? like speakeasy. Go down the stairs, entry door down there, patio outside. I don't know how they're going to manage all the snow and shit, but it's kind of neat. It's a cool idea. <laughs> but it's right at the corner of what twenty-second. In Montana, twenty yeah, twenty third, twenty second ish. Yeah, yeah, right across the street from like Chow Mambo, yeah, Uber Brew area, across from the depot. Interesting. And cool thing about that is, what was it, nineteen forties? Just after the war, there's a plane crash in Billings, full of uh, the plane was a transport plane full of troops. And they were coming back from the war, and it was a gnarly December night. December, it's like kind of close to the anniversary of Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. Um, and they wrecked what in what was then a field, kind of out by where the Mormon Temple is, and I think 18 people died in the crash. Mm-hmm. I believe it was Veterans Park, actually. Oh, they Veterans Park. In. So yeah. much Maybe closer. Much closer. Yeah. And um, they really missed it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> they were veterans. <laughs> oh, man. I feel bad now. Okinawa. More like <laughs> Oka Nita Compass, right? <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> I think so. Jesus Christ. I'm you're, gonna get, you're editing this. <laughs> I'm going to get 
killed in my sleep by some weird ghost. <laughs> the door's gonna slam on your fucking face. <laughs> my grandpa just pile driving me into oblivion. <laughs> uh, but the the there was no room in the hospital morgue, basically, and so they stored the bodies, or shall I say, corpses, corpses, yeah. in the uh, what was then the grocery um, freezers in the basement of that place. And so since then, there have been many reports of people seeing, like, a, a guy in army fatigues stomping around in the basement. And there's, like, windows that look into the basement, and they're textured now, so you can't see in. But apparently, people used to walk by at night and look in there and see a guy moving around. And that's the the depot? No, that's the depot antique mall. So it's across the street okay. from the depot. And, like the and north, across the street from Chow Mambo. Northeast corner okay. of, think, 22nd. We're at Asylum Distillery and uh, kind of on... Is that technically kind of the same building that Last Chance is in? Yep. Okay. It's attached to, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Beautiful building, yeah. by the way. Fantastic. Yeah. It's been mm-hmm. vacant for a long time. It was the Spaghetti Depot for a while. Hmm. There was like a fake trolley there car in there. I just figured there was a lot of pasta coming through town and they needed <laughs> yeah. somewhere to get bored it's and unboard. They, yeah. It's where Chef Boyer D set up shop. It would have made a nice beef of ravioli. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're, uh, yeah there's, there's reports of that going on. And then, I don't know, the Northern is, uh, I've heard, but I, it's burned down so many times and been rebuilt and there's no real solid like grain of like similarity between all these things Great, just yeah. like ah we hear a noise or something like that yeah. like nothing like the dude rancher with somebody with a name i guess i you asked if i've had any experiences another one i've forgotten is three times midday nap in my life at your house um once at a prior house and then twice at this house okay i have been awakened by a very unexplained puff of really cold air on my face and uh, you know i wasn't like sleeping in front of the air conditioner and no fans on doors closed every mm-hmm. single time couldn't figure out any thing it could have come from and it was like a really quick like puff of super cold air wow on my face mm. completely colder than it's anything creepy you know? yeah <laughs> and it, it's never felt bad yeah or mean or like it, it it didn't unsettle me at all in any way. I was just like, huh. Just kind of felt like something was there, but not wanting to harm me in yeah. any manner. And I don't know. It, I always kind of liked it, honestly. I figured it was probably somebody that I knew or something like that. Yeah. Just like saying that. hello. Hey, just saying hi. Yeah. Or, hey, shithead, get up. <laughs> You're you going to be don't late. sleep all day. Yeah. You got to get back to work or something. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah. That's, that's the other one. Interesting. Um, Western Heritage Center. We've all heard about that one mm-hmm. being haunted because that was the. I don't the, know of any. I don't know of any of like particular stories other than maybe a lady in the attic or a person in the attic. But I don't. Yeah. Well, yeah. So there's a child named Priscilla. Um, footprints in the attic. That's a haunting name. Priscilla's yeah. And I've I, got a friend with a daughter named Priscilla, and uh, and she's awesome. Yeah, that's a terrifying name. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking oh, for trouble. Sorry, sorry, it's just you. I'm just you're gonna be a great ghost someday, sweetheart. Um, yeah. So footprints in the attic. And I can't I've, wait to cry later. And I've heard of like uh, handprints in dust there mm-hmm. from some of the folks who've worked there, and maybe they heard it from somebody else too. But uh, and then theoretically, an elderly man who sits near the fireplace in the basement. Um, 
That'd be so terrifying to walk in on and just yeah. seeing a fire, especially if the fire's lit, and then it's like, oh, I'm getting the yep, no I'm thanks. Getting out of there. <laughs> yeah. uh, apparently, the Gazette did a ghost hunting video in there, and it's on YouTube. Did they catch anything? No, I, you know, I don't think so. Was that this so. year? Uh, it's like four or five years ago, I oh, think. Okay. Yeah. Because I know a few of the dudes in the Montana Paranormal Research Society in there. Do you? Was cool that like dudes. an they Angela's Adventure sort of thing? Yeah, she did one at the dude, too. Yeah. She's the one that's written a lot of the Haunted Montana books and stuff like that. That's a... Uh, uh, no, it was Angela Angela Douglas. Douglas yeah. So she was doing this like a puff piece. She wasn't really into it. It wasn't. Uh-huh. She interviewed like the guy. There were the people you were talking about, Montana haunted places. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and then the yam. There's big reports of stuff going on at the yam because it used to be uh, the jail, the county jail. You walk in the front door of the Yellowstone Art Museum, and it says county jail on the wall of the old sandstone of the building. Oh, no shit. It's kind of contained in the middle there. Yeah. yeah. And, there's and it's still the kind some, of, I think I remember that. Yeah, there's still some, like, jail doors, like bar doors. Yeah. And every now and then, like, nighttime staff, janitorial and security will hear the bars clanking, and uh, somebody has a report of hearing some screams from the basement, but... Huh. It's also it's also right next door to the hub and the lazy KT. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of <laughs> lot of origins for screams They're in that neighborhood. Big five. Yeah, yeah. No or shit. Or just me wandering home drunk from a fucking yeah. Mustangs game. I'd be <laughs> yeah, I'd be worried if I didn't hear screams. Well, they left me alone in the tiny house. If this is haunted, now would be the time to let me know. noise you're hearing is the Joes outside growling at chickens, I would assume. I just read up on the Moss family a little bit. Um, Also, you know, Christian scientists and they, uh, well, I've got a little family history with that as well. Um, But they, part of the Situation and one of the reasons the Church of Christ Scientist isn't as prevalent now as it was is that people don't necessarily live as long as they would if they'd go see the doctor. Weird. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> and there was a little bit of that going on in the Moss family, and there's not much in the way of mosses left either. Yeah. Um, my mother's uh, cousin is the last surviving moss. She lives in um, Arizona, and she's, as far as I understand, not a member of the of the Christians of the Church of anymore, Christian yeah. Scientists. Or um, yeah. But I think that there were some members of the family that had some what we'd understand today as dementia or Alzheimer's or something like that, and just just send them off to the to live out their final days. And what if? if? Sorry. I like this. What if? That's a big smile. It's not. This is. Now I'm, I'm saying it in my head and this is insane. <laughs> what if it's maybe not. Because like, you said like dementia, Alzheimer-ish. And what if it's not necessarily a, a loss of some sort of way to grasp what's happening in this. Grasp of reality. The grasp of reality. But you're starting to get a view of a different reality. Right. And you're almost like. Seeing like, holy crap, there's so much more that, that we're seeing. Maybe not, and, and maybe not even on the, the, the realm of like ghosts or spirits or anything that is on our plane, but you're just seeing so much more that, and you, you it's more of a shifting from one 
plane of reality to another. Dude, I'm, I'm totally on board with that. Cause, yeah, cause when I was, <laughs> I was reading that whole thing, I was like, well, they don't believe necessarily in an afterlife. You don't believe you're dead and then you're alive. You just believe you go to a different place. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily purgatory. It's just sort of a judgment area. Um, no, but I totally get that. Cause that's, that, that's a sensation I got from it. It's like, maybe they're not, Maybe I should go check out this church. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean I, it's not that they're, they're dead. It's just they're in a different astral plane. Just Maybe a different... A different dimension. Yeah, for, you know? just a different... Yeah, like... It makes you want to watch or... fucking Arrival again and go like, <laughs> yeah, that's I it. still need to watch Those that. Fucking Cthulhu's fucking rule... No, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna <laughs> don't so, don't sorry. spoil anything. Not gonna you ever it. not want to watch Arrival again, though? <laughs> God, Every time I fucking watch it, I ball like a baby. Every <laughs> fucking Man. time. I don't know how I every you know like future you know contact arrival interstellar i'm just a fucking mess and i have no idea have why. you seen the arrival no yes with charlie, charlie sheen, sheen. Oh, yeah, man fucking... that is a fucked up movie it is that the one fucked up no that was with the aliens that the knees that bend yeah backwards. that's the one yeah. okay yeah it's a sci-fi original movie that came out in like the late or early probably early to mid 90s i, I want to say yeah, yeah he's like in the end he's chasing the one guy and they like and they go down into the underground tunnels and yeah, stuff yeah and then like he sees him from a distance and he looks at him and then bends his knees yeah, yeah. And shoots off. yeah God. Was, there's a no there, there's a true well tr- there's a, a documented story and i wish i could remember the name of the guy now off the chef boy but uh Chef Boyardee. Yep. <laughs> it's not Chef Boyardee. Okay. But uh, there's a guy that thinks that there is an underground base somewhere in like Nevada or some somewhere in the Southwest who supposedly got into a, a firefight with underground aliens controlling this base <laughs> and like lost fingers in, by being shot off by lasers. And hmm. uh, I think the guy has passed now, but he had this whole thing. It, I wish I could. Really no, I'm, I'm totally tracking with because because my understanding of you know Area 51 and that whole thing, that's just a distraction. Um, where the main base is, where they're they're holding everything is as at McCarran in Las Vegas underneath the main airport there, just because they know they can get away with a lot more. Well, there's gonna be the, people going in. And there's out of so there many all people the going Man. in and out of there that no one would notice that. Man. And this is all, the beginning of the end for me. They're <laughs> all staggering. How long do you guys have? And pallid, and they're green, and they smell like vomit, so it's easy to... I don't know. I yeah, there's it. no way you're going to be able to identify an alien between just a hungover human trying to get the hell back home. That's right. <laughs> That's Honestly, right. Where, where else would you go? Yeah. See, that that or Newark. Maybe I, don't I do know. need yeah. to go to Vegas. <laughs> yes, let's do this. Just start shaking door handles I will the really airport. start adding a lot more to my monthly Patreon <laughs> membership. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll just, I'll just pay for us to go to well, Vegas. Well, we got Allegiant. It's cheaper than... I don't even want to go to casinos or any sort of show. I just want to wander around the airport. Yeah. Dude. yeah. Try to see if we can get underground, like mm-hmm. the Denver one. Ooh. Oh, DIA the, is totally yeah, fucked, dude. That is a dark airport. Man. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. That just starts at the beginning. Yeah, when you go just... past that, you know, the, the public transport, past that goddamn horse that fell on the artist who made it. <laughs> killed him. Yeah, <laughs> killed him. And then with the him. red glowing eyes. And then he still it's put the fucking, it up. It's the Denver Bronco. I mean, it, even on their <laughs> that's shirts, not the Denver it has Bronco. the glowing eyes. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's not the Denver Bronco. That's the Bronco. fucking Denver Bronco. No. That thing is fucking possessed. It's a blue horse with orange eyes. Just <laughs> oh, like Jesus on their Christ. fucking shirts, man. It looks like Nothing it has, has been out on a fucking nine-day bender. Nothing has not come from a hellfire. <laughs> Good God. Well, it did kill a guy. <laughs> uh, 
God damn it. They kept the contract. It fell on him and kill him. <laughs> well, he owes us one fucking deal. <laughs> we already horse paid him to put yeah, in front of our fucking horse. airport. <laughs> God damn it. We have people we have to answer to. There's a lot of triangles that we have drawn into this airport <laughs> that we need to account for. God damn it. Okay, so. Stapleton. The Stapleton Airport. Did you go to the Stapleton Where's Airport? Where's that? In Denver. Oh, no. Oh, it was the, the old older. One? Yeah, the old one. Yeah, that one was cool. Yeah. That was, was right it in actually? downtown. Yeah. It was in downtown? Yeah. It, it was close to? Goddamn close. Because this, yeah, like this one's probably like 8 to 10 miles north, right? Oh, f- like 50. It's way the fuck it's out there. It's basically Wyoming, yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, it's well, I mean, Denver's expanding too. Yeah, mm. but it'll be in, it'll be long. in Denver very soon. Fucking time, yeah. It's, it's gonna be in Cheyenne before we know it. Because they do a lot of growing down there. They do, Jesus. so to speak. Have you ever heard of the Weeping Woman? No, in Billings. The, yeah, that walks along the Yellowstone. No. Apparently it's a uh, shadowy figure in a in a gown. Really? I don't know. I've I've heard of it before. I heard uh, of it right when I moved here. Okay. I've heard it mentioned a few times, but she apparently just Why is she crying? I don't know. I've lived here forever. Enlighten me. Tall dark hair, wears a white flowing gown and walks the banks of the Yellowstone. Why do they all wear white flowing gowns? <laughs> Annabelle had a white. You Annabelle's in white up. too. Yeah, you can dress up when you head out. Or maybe... Why is she crying? It just looks like... Did her husband die at Josephine's Crossing? Honestly... Or Josephine's Landing? She's called the Weeping Woman, but there's nothing in here about her crying. It's just a name. It's a proper noun. It's not an adjective. Okay. Maybe her name name is uh, Jonah Weeping? (laughs) Yes, that's what it is. Um, Then, okay, so... A couple other obvious ones... Uh, the little cowboy bar in Fromberg, the old bar. Right. Yeah. Um, got a uh, glasses breaking by themselves, objects disappearing, laughter. You know that kind of thing. Mm. We'll have to go check that out sometime. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sounds great. Adams Hotel in Levina. Have you ever been by there? You just drive by it. It looks haunted. Yeah. I it's do. just an old ass. It's kind of been kept in like watertight. Yeah. But it's just vacant basically. Mm. And it's been purchased and attempted to fix up a number of times, but how the hell are you going to make any money on a place in Levina? But apparently there's a lady who sits in the rocking chair in the foyer, which is pretty cool. I'd I'd love to just poke my head in there and look around. I don't know if I'm terrified. I just sort of want to be a part of that situation. I don't don't feel terrified. I want to see something that I could honestly say there's no question, there's no way I could debunk or yeah, I don't want to explain underst- this away. I want to, yeah. even if I don't understand what it was that I saw, mm-hmm. I want to know. I saw something that I can't understand with anything that I've been right. Given. It's a reasonable request. Yeah, is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, so so we're just talking about little historical buildings uh-huh. in Billings. Mm-hmm. But thirty miles out of town is the Little Bighorn Battlefield. Yeah, and super haunted, I guess. Yeah, crazy stories. Like there. Gettysburg style. Yeah, big time, like... Holy fuck, we should go out there. Big, gnarly hordes of, like, people on horses out of nowhere and disappearing. And <laughs> sounds, <laughs> just like crazy sounds of, like, hundreds and hundreds of people making noise. Either huh. soldiers screaming or How close is that to cries. any, like, civilized area? Well, it's... <laughs> Kind of right up or the a hill city. from well, you, so go, you go up and over. So sounds could 
if there was people, you know, it could transfer down. This is me, this is me just trying to explain it away before I even go there. And, sure, yeah, absolutely. And but, and I haven't experienced it, so obviously these people are, would probably consider that. You'd assume they're, yeah. they're able to kind of think know. about that it's, a little. It's not close to a city. There's like a gas station and a sheriff's office, and then you go up the hill, and you kind of go over the ridge. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, sound travels weird and yeah. all that stuff. But um, the, what I've read, it's like... War sounds that you hear. Yeah, you're not going to hear those just coming from no, like unless a high school yeah. football game and you're powder, right you know, outside of Forsyth trying to camp. <laughs> there is that. Yeah, yeah, that can be that could be scary. I don't yeah. know. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I don't necessarily feel dread when I go into those situations. I just want to. I don't feel unsafe. I just start to feel inquisitive. Inquisitive. Yeah. Interested. Yeah. That's you know. all right. I. I I I would. I'm not scared of any sort of situation. Oh, I, don't I think. say that, but I've had dreams where, like, in my dreams, I encounter something like either a full body apparition or an alien. Or like my most recent mm-hmm. one, I'm driving. I'm behind the wheel of a car, but I'm not in control of it, and I just wake up screaming. But I'm not Angela Lansbury. <laughs> it's yeah. one of the weirdest dreams I've ever had. <laughs> and that I was, know you didn't make that up because you just you told me that like a week ago. Yeah, I told, no, yeah, I was. It, this that was real. when I was camping by myself just recently. <laughs> I wake up in the back of my truck, and my family had already had me super nervous about bears, so I was sleeping really awfully. And every noise I would oh, hear, I would be like, every "This is it. I'm going yeah, down." I'm fucked up on bears, man. But then, uh. Yeah, I just had a weird dream, and I woke up, think like, yelling. And, like, in my dream, I was yelling, but I'm not Angela Lansbury! <laughs> and I can't make the connection yet. <laughs> but I can guarantee I'm not. Have you guys, have either of you ever experienced uh, sleep paralysis? I have. Really? Yes, once. Screw that. <laughs> it was, so, interestingly enough, it was, like, probably a month and a half or two months after I listened to a podcast. I think it was uh, How Stuff Works. Or stuff you should know, excuse me. Yeah. And then an uh, episode of The Boogie Monster where they talked. So it was stuff you should know, uh, sleep paralysis. And then Dave mentioned it on um, Boogie Monster. But uh, it scared the shit out of me for the first tiny little bit. and But I was conscious enough to be like, oh, wait a minute. This is sleep paralysis. I'm <laughs> I'm Okay. And I, I calmed down, and everything scary went away. And I don't know what was... Were you seeing things, or did you just have a sense of fear? I, could, I, I had a really horrible sense of fear, and I could feel pressure on myself. But when I thought, wait a minute, this is sleep paralysis, it, it all faded away. And then I started being able to, like, Slowly move. regain yeah. your... Wow. And I, I'm really glad... <laughs> Because I hadn't thought about it since that day. Yeah. But, you know, immediately panicked and then thought, okay, okay, wait a minute. We're good. We're good. Everything's okay. Mm. And I, <laughs> yeah, so, hey, anybody listening. Yeah, just, just calm remember, yourself down. It's cool. Sleep paralysis. It's a thing. And if you, and yeah, and if you're in that situation and you try to tell yourself it's just sleep paralysis and the demon on the ceiling is still crawling towards you. It's not just sleep paralysis, <laughs> and you're mm. gonna you're gonna die. <laughs> That's helpful. That's helpful <laughs> advice from AJ Austin. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you very much for joining us. Because um, I've had actual conversations with my mom. She said that I would wake up when I was going to high school. I would wake up, have all my clothes ready to go take a shower before high school. And I would sit down on the couch. She would look at me and go, "Hey, what are you doing?" Like, you know, getting ready for school. All right, it's eleven at night. 
I'm like, okay. Shouldn't you go to bed? I'm like, I probably should. And we'll just <laughs> go back to bed. And <laughs> I have wonderful. no recollection. Recollection of so crazy. Dude, yeah, as a child, I used to walk into my parents' room and say something fucking way off the walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they'd be like, okay, sounds good. Go back to bed. All right, sounds like a great plan, just like you said. Yeah. yeah. Go back in and lay down. No recollection of it at all. Yeah. Right out of high school, Kyle and I shared a room when we lived in just a a crash house for bands that were on tour. Basically, there was five of us living in like a three or four bedroom house. Mm, Like you do. uh, Yeah, that's right out of high school. You do it. And uh, that house was disgusting. Gross. But uh, we shared a room and I was sleeping on a little twin bed in the corner and we'd fall asleep to Shrek 2 all the time. And... uh, (laughs) What better thing? I mean, you gotta if you're gonna yeah. fall asleep to something, you want yeah. decent dreams. Yeah, you said there was one night where I, uh, I kind of sat up on my bed and then said something and laid back down and just put my one arm straight up into the air. And he said it sounded like you were just yelling things in what sounded like Aramaic or some language that was not real but very coherent. Like you weren't just like babbling. You knew, the you, knew, you knew it. What you were you knew what you were saying. And I was just like, I have no idea what you were talking about. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. <laughs> and he said it was one of the scariest things mm. in the world. Oh my god. <laughs> But yeah, I have no recollection of it. And it's apparently never happened again. Amber says I say nonsensical things, but they're all English. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I've fallen asleep, kind of drifted off during a conversation in bed, you know. Oh, yeah. Just like, I don't bet the pickup was supposed to be blue or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? <laughs> like, so, yeah, that happens. But I think Marcus said I've, I've actually physically gone up and just sort of looked at her and just sort of said something in gibberish. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> and just sort of fell back <laughs> I think that's nice that's just fun yeah. I don't know if that's fun or not it I, just seems fortunately I don't think any of these are hauntings I think no, they're just that's just poor sleep habits and, well, you might be in a different plane maybe know. for that moment yeah. but yeah who's to say so I'm gonna say this with all due reverence right but living in Billings ever since I moved here the number one like paranormal thing I've ever heard of comes up at least once a year is the little people of the prior mountains. The little people. Of I've the only heard of these. Yeah. So there's actually a Wikipedia page about this. And it's a native thing too, right? It is. It more is. so native than yes. anything well, else. It is native. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's crow. And I'm not even going to attempt the pronunciation because I cannot. I just make a hash of crow yeah. language. Why don't you attempt it right now? What's that? Just attempt it. Just give it a shot. Just give it a, the old college <laughs> try. <laughs> Let's all try it. <laughs> you just re- nope, nope. I have too many native <laughs> friends. I'm not gonna do it. I'm sorry, you guys. It's just not gonna happen. <laughs> Look it up. Not out of disrespect, Jared. Yeah. Earmuffs. Out of out of respect. Yes, Jared. Josiah. Josiah. Etc. Ted. He, he died a cute few years ago. We're good. Oh, um, uh, <clears throat> R.I.P. Ted. The little people of the Prior Mountains, known as. <laughs> or <laughs> in the Crow language, that was my best attempt. Um, a race of. This is Wikipedia speaking, just so you know. A, a race, race of? of ferocious dwarves in the folklore of the Crow Nation, a Native American tribe. The little people were also seen as imparting spiritual wisdom. Wisdom? Wisdom? <laughs> Sorry, I can't even pronounce Keep English. Going. And yeah, played a major true. role in shaping the destiny of the Crow people through the dreams of the legendary Crow chief, Plenicu. Okay. So, have you guys ever been to the Priors? I have. I have not, and it's specifically because of this. It's you've gone specifically because of this. You've not gone. I've not gone. Where? Yes. Wh- okay, <laughs> and this is. <laughs> I've lived in Billings my entire life, <laughs> minus the one year. Sure. 
So if you're looking, where are the priors? So if you're looking south and you see the the plateaus, is this where the pictograph caves are or pictograph caves? Um, no, no it's it's further. It's it's, it's further south. Okay. So it's like the priors on the way to kinda, Wyoming. Yeah, they kind of bridge into Wyoming. They okay. kind of look like they're not. If you go to Cody, they're on the left, and and just so we're clear, they're feral horses. They're not wild horses. They, they are like feral this. horses. Excuse me. <laughs> What's Strays. Okay. They're strays. Strays. Stray horses <laughs> that the, the government likes to round up every so yeah, often. Absolutely. Along with these tiny people who... <laughs> They've not caught one of these guys. Is this almost cryptozoology? Or is cryptozoological It's then? It's right there because, well, it's it's a spiritual thing. for And it's, and it's their land, too. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. what I feel. And that's what, that's what I'm like. There. Yeah, don't fuck with don't it. Don't fuck I'm, with their land. Honestly, that's dude, theirs. that's yours. I, we've, fuck yeah. Have you seen my ancestors cemetery? fucked you guys over yeah. plenty. Yeah. So I'm, that's yours. Yeah. yeah. But um, apparently little people are really common in Western uh, Indian tribes. So it's not just the crows, hmm. but they're... Like dwarfism as... No, we're talking like... like this is in the spiritual. We're like talking more like kinda. leprechaun dwarf. Okay, okay. Like magical. Yeah. Um. Uh, common, common to many, if not most, Native American tribes in the West, and so they are like little troublemakers. And but then beyond to like, they would kill your horses if you were like full on sabotaging the tribe. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm. They were protectors of the tribe. Mm. And they would sabotage your of shit. the crow tribe. Yeah, okay. and so and I've I've heard stories from people like. You can drive into the priors and enjoy them and all that stuff, but I've heard stories of people like camping and their cars won't start, or all four tires are flat in the morning when they wake up. Weird. Yeah, and the spare. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like really, really, hmm. like trying to get you to get out of there or get you to not want to come back. Yeah. And the Wikipedia article is fantastic, and I'm not going to just read it. Don't do top that. to bottom, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, the the Sioux said that the devils carried sharp arrows which could strike at a very long distance, and that they killed anyone who approached their mound. Did I they mean, call them the devils? Well, they yeah. Is that what it said though? Yeah, the Sioux, the Sioux called them the referred devils them to and, them yeah. as the devils. Wow. Yeah, um, they're they're malevolent little. So were the tribes operation. that they were protecting? Did they did they speak or think of them in reverence, or was it kind of a like a like more of just like a respectful keep your distance. Yeah, I think from what I gather, it was kind not of not like, like a, they'll protect us, they're our friends kind of thing. It was just like no, that for whatever reason yeah. they're not messing with us. Let's not mess with them. Yeah, they they don't they protect us from invaders a little bit, but we don't. Yeah, we don't hang out. Okay. Yeah, we're not we're not. That's tight. rad. I've never heard um, of this. But see, it's so, it's Lewis and Clark. That's like they talked about it. Did they have experiences with it? Um, I don't think so. I think they wrote about what they heard. Okay. Um, but uh, let's see. Uh, on August 25th, Meriwether Lewis, William Clark, and 10 other men traveled about nine miles north of the river's junction with the Missouri to oh, see the Missouri. mountain of the little people. Uh, Lewis wrote in his journal that the little people were diavils, devils, yeah. uh, with very large heads about 18 inches high, and very alert to any intrusions into the territory. So, the report is that that's what he they were told. told. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, Lewis reported that the Maha, the Omaha, 
the Oto and Sioux would not go near the place. So like the it was a local tribes, yeah. yeah, absolutely. The Lakota people who came to live near the Spirit Mound after the Sioux have a story no more than 250 years old, which describes how a band of 350 warriors came near the mound late at night and were nearly wiped out by the ferocious little people. And the survivors were crippled for life. So there's like lots like and lots battles. of legends. Of, yeah. Holy like, crap. Yeah, they fuck you up. But in... Why? What, what was happening before that? It seems like it was almost... Uh, predetermined before even the native tribes were there. Yeah, and you know it, it was it was legend. It was it was, was like a cast out of the tribes? Pre- like the people who didn't fit into the tribe structure, they would send them out there. Sure, absolutely. And I'm sure dwarfism itself sure existed. What, 18-inch heads? Yeah. That's a fucking huge head. <laughs> or, no, huge heads and 18-inch tall. 18-inch high. 18-inch high. Yeah. So, so yeah, they cry the themselves to sleep on their huge fucking pillow. <laughs> If they had pillows at all. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Do they lot. know what a pillow is? Yeah, maybe. They Do they need pillows? They turkeys. They had to... Completely feather and make pillows Oh, the base City Rollers are on. Yeah. Turn it up. That's crazy, though. Yeah. No, it's really cool. Not like... That's crazy. Like, that shit is... I... I that's kind of stuff where yeah. I wouldn't even fuck Yeah, I want to visit... I want to visit the priors, but I don't know if I want to stay over there overnight. Yeah. I don't want to fuck with that. I kind of would. How cool would that... I mean, how terrifyingly, like, kind of... It feels like I'm, conf- I'm like, tramp, tramping on sacred ground. would that be to actually experience something, though? I want to go someplace in the priors where I feel like... Not that I'm allowed. I could die I'm allowed. That makes sense. That I'm allowed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't want to go to a place in the priors where, like, I, I feel like I'm taking it. Yeah. yeah. So, according to Wikipedia... Crow tribe believe that some of the petroglyphs on the rocks in the mountains were made by the little people. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry if I'm getting this super wrong, but it's just what I've, you know. So this isn't necessarily like even ghosts. Like this is almost like kind of like the fairy realm in a weird way. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's sweet. I like um, it. it. It is. Yeah. So they're again, 18 inches high. And this is like a different, the, the crow legend is that they're 18 inches high, and the Sioux legend is that they're 18 inches high. I mean, there's some... Consistencies yeah, through tribes, yeah. yeah. Knee high, they say. Um, crow folk- folklore differs slightly from that of other tribes in describing little people, the priors, as having large, nearly round bellies, incredibly strong but short arms and legs, and little or no neck. In the story of Lost Boy, or Burnt Face, the clo- uh, crow told of a little person who killed a full-grown bull elk and carried it off just by tossing the elk's head over its shoulder. The crow expression, strong as a dwarf, references the incredible strength of these little people. Uh. Fierce warriors, feed on meat, sharp canine teeth. Um, Yeah, so they're like... And from what I understand from the few members of the crow tribe I've talked to, it's like a pretty firmly held belief that this is going on. Wow. Yeah. Because hmm. I, mean, I feel, well, I mean, I, and granted, I don't know what they do and don't believe, obviously, but uh, it, the, the few that I've known probably wouldn't, and they're, I don't know if it's maybe just because they were more brought up in, like, in, like, what we would, in, in the city or whatever, yeah. to where their family maybe didn't practice the old ways, but uh, yeah, they don't, they wouldn't have believed something like that, yeah. so it's cool to 
to know that like there are people that are like, no, this shit's real. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, and there's been um, some uh, some other friends I've talked to have been out in the prayers and they've had like exploring a little little like draw going up there and seeing what's up there and wandering around and like a crow a bird would follow them and just like keep an eye on them and keep an eye yep. yeah and um another story of just like rocks coming down the hillside for no apparent reason yeah like sizable ones kicked loose rolling down that kind of stuff <laughs> it's a pretty creepy place and I would really like to visit it, and I at, during the day, but and but respectfully, yeah, absolutely, you know, yeah, yeah not going there to make a mockery of it or yeah, try to absolutely. be an asshole or anything, yeah, yeah like, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm genuinely like curious, no. yeah, I'm totally interested, and I want to try to make that, that happen because I've been to, uh, uh, I've seen some pic- pictographs uh, outside of Bridger, uh, what is that place called? Um, but there's a draw. What is that place called? Weatherman. Yeah, Weatherman's Point, right? Yeah, Weatherman Draw and Weatherman's Point, yeah. yeah. We, we've, we've searched around there. That's fucking sweet. That's a, kind of a hidden gem, but... Yeah, it's, I've seen pictures. It's absolutely gorgeous in there. And they're, as you approach the priors, it's, it looks like a pretty subtle slope, but there are some really huge, beautiful canyons in there. Yeah, there's some big canyons with some really cool... Yeah, kind of a just a mystical place in general. Exactly. No, I'd be totally down going out to the priors. Would you be a conduit to the other side, or do you think you would just be... I don't know. I don't know. What kind Prankster? of ghost are you? I'd have to think... I mean, it all depends on what's on the other side. Do you if think, it, if, if, you I got go- there if you were a ghost on the other side, would you feel, feel like it was worthwhile to inform people that the other side existed? Fuck no, nobody informed me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, honestly, That's if you're right. on the other like, side, if it was really that big of a deal, I'm sure somebody will let me know by you now. Know, a different spectrum than any sort of. It makes sense. I uh, would, would was... you waste your time doing that? Honestly, going like if would I waste my time to come back and let somebody know, or would, or would you just feel like, oh, they don't know? I'm gonna fuck with them. Well, I mean, if I was coming back, I feel like just the fact that I came back is the sign of something. If you can, but you didn't know if you, you were can, coming back. If you, yeah, that's true. But if you can be sure that it's me, like, or if 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 they can be sure at the dude rancher that it's Annabelle, isn't that some sort of like con- confirmation? Sure. To those people that they're just like, there's obviously something, right? Which I mean, maybe that's why I'm so eager to want my own experience is that I'm just like it's. It's proof that there's something. I don't know what it is. What's your, what's your, uh, not necessarily the most fun or most enjoyable, What, but what's the best, like, uh, like, I guess just spooky movie kind of thing. Spooky movie? Like the most, like my favorite. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. It, but not, not like funny because everybody loves like Evil Dead and Army of Darkness. Yeah. So they're just hilarious. But like. What's one that kind of gets to you, that seems mm. kind of legit? Mm. You know what I mean? In an enjoyable way, or yeah. I, even if even if you watched it and it affected maybe you, you feel so you have much. trouble watching. Yeah, like because I mean, the fourth kind, the fourth kind. Yeah, oh. never heard of it. Are you serious? Yeah, 
Oh my god, man! Yeah. This movie, this movie's terrifying. It's all about like Lulu Dallas multi it's, it's all about like yeah, like regression hypnotism, like coming. Sorry, like, that's get, uh What did you say? I don't know how the hell I just kept being like, oh yeah, no one. And then I was like, wait, <laughs> no, I just please, I please. didn't understand a thing of what you just said. Fourth kind, well, fifth element, sixth sense. Oh okay. <laughs> anyway, fourth kind, uh, seventh no, heaven. The uh, the actress who plays. <laughs> Lulu Dallas, multi-pass. Uh, <laughs> nine lives. We, yes, there is. Ten. What's ten? Somebody come out with a ten. Uh, ten. Uh, uh, ten. No. What? Uh, what is the actress's name that it's in Fifth Element? Uh, Mila oh, Jovovich. Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich. Yeah, she's, she's she's in the the movie Reanimator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- she's the, like the the, the, the hypnotist or whatever, right? Yeah. Or not no, she's the psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. Yep. Yeah, hypnotist. She is. But uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. So Nome Alaska is known to have super crazy because I'm I'm a big alien theory buff. The most si- the most sightings uh, per capita, uh, per hands capita. down, hands down yeah. in the in the contiguous night. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that movie's spooky, man. That it's, movie, there, yeah. and there's just it. I mean, they, obviously every it, movie it, now it is based like on a kind true of a story. Blair Witch vibe. Yeah, you know, kind of found footage. Yeah. yeah, they were they were going for a theatrical sort of okay. stuff, but it makes sense that Nome, Alaska, which is you know up north, yeah, in North America, obviously, um, they receive little to no sunlight at at some certain point. Yeah, and it, it just made sense. But I mean, it's a terrifying movie. Yeah. Like, it's it. I remember. I mean, it came out. I feel maybe ten years ago. Yeah. It's it's just spooky. The man. fourth kind. Yeah. It's uh, okay. but yeah, just like because I'm I'm just being like as far as like any like paranormal or supernatural or anything like that. That movie really was just the one that I was like, okay, like this is. The more and more I watch, fucking wa- terrifying. Yeah, the more and more I watch them, I feel like they're more not, uh, malice. You know, they don't have a lot of malice in their heart. Yeah, I and feel I'm, like it's more of a, a discovery sort of thing. I I want to feel it's more of a, um, a, a next step. And the, the human evolution. Yeah, like a say. desire to know what's next. Yeah, yeah. What, what is next? Or what? Or not? Maybe not even next. But either. what are you dealing with, or what are you experiencing? Yeah. Yeah. And that's. It looks like it's kind of maybe alien based. Oh, very much so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. UFOs like and like yeah. Hit, yeah. And a lot of abduction theory and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 But uh, oh, the, the do you guys remember Fire in the Sky? Yeah, I just watched that with Margie. Holy crap! That movie still, when I think about it, just makes me uneasy. Like how really? much, how much it scared me when I was a kid. I don't remember it the way I do when I watched it again. Yeah, no. Time. When I was younger, I remember being way more scared of it, and I watched it again, and it's still terrifying, especially the concept of it. Was that the, like one of the abductions? Travis Walton, I think, was his shows. name. Yeah. Travis Walton was the guy who was abducted in the Oregon area. I think and, I saw yeah, that. he was a timber timber dude. He was theater. a timber dude. Yeah. Um, they reported him as... And that's a, that is very much based on a true story. They say yeah. the fourth kind is, but I don't think it... I mean, I think that's very loosely based. It's loosely but Travis, based. Travis Walton, like, he... This happened to him. No, they reported him as missing. Um, they, all, the, all the eyewitness support reports was him being abducted by uh, some Well, they sort said of he was in the light, and we drove off because we were scared. That was the They last were in the light. He wandered out of the truck. He wandered out and looked up, and, and it, a giant... And he grabbed him. Yeah, I did. and then I they actually, they they freaked the fuck out and got the hell out of there. And he got I don't know halfway down the hill and he's like, oh shit, we got to go back for him. And they went back for him and he wasn't there. And I think it was 
was it about a week later? Days, yeah, like six days later. I it think. was six yeah. days later. He showed up in a gas station, like at a payphone, buck naked, buck naked, terrified, just yeah. fucking terrified, yeah. all the shit. I remember. Yeah, I saw it in a theater when I was in like high school. Yeah, a lot of that movie that stuck with me from seeing it when I was younger was the abduction scenes and like the yeah, like the scenes of the aliens over the top sure. of him. But a lot of the movie is That's post something. post mm. his return and a, like the drama that happened yeah. and ensued with the the investigation and whatnot. So here's some trivia about that movie. Let's do it. Travis Walton and Dana Walton made cameos in the movie. Yep. My God damn it. Yep. Yep. And it was post his book that he wrote because he wrote a book about it. So, I mean, hmm. there's there's always that idea slash skepticism after somebody writes a book because you got to make money. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. th- I want to, you know, thank you personally, AJ, for, yeah. for, for putting up with us and, you know, going out and putting yourself out in the open there oh man are you kidding? thank you guys for putting me up that was a <laughs> yeah. blast that was great that was awesome you put I, your body on the line for yeah, us you i did. appreciate that um, you could have been possessed you could have been yeah. if only we had gotten any sort of proof of that that would have been so much better for your podcast <laughs> we should have done an exorcism today just because you probably experienced it's some weird never shit. too late to do an exorcism if my my parents have taught me anything yep absolutely <laughs> right yes perfect all right break out the altar uh, party on aj <laughs> well, thanks guys <laughs> yep